Hi there and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I am your host, Kieran Thomas, and I wanna thank you so much for being here and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to let your child live their most fulfilling and independent life possible. When my own son was diagnosed with autism, I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and there was nothing else that we could do for him but manage his symptoms the rest of his life. But I didn't wanna do that. Fortunately, my background in craniosacral therapy Look, now 30 years, let me know that the brain can and does heal, but I didn't know that much about autism. What I did know is that I didn't want to just mask the symptoms with dangerous drugs. I wanted to find the causes and work with them naturally. And fast forward, it took me a decade and a lot of time and effort, but today my son is no longer diagnosable with autism after being told it could not happen. So I'm here to share with you valuable resources to save you the time and some of the expense that I had to spend to figure it out and to help you let your child lead to their best results possible. Every child's level of recovery is different, but we know that children who couldn't sleep through the night are sleeping now through the night and happily. Their immune systems are now strong where they were once sick all the time. Children who were nonverbal and their parents were told they could never speak are now speaking. Children who were getting D's and F's in school are getting A's and B's. And those that were so anxious all the time and couldn't sit still and, and were uncomfortable in their own bodies are now calm and happy and relaxed. And they're leading fulfilling and independent lives with friends. This is what we want for our kids. So I'm here to share the resources with you so that you can get the best results for your child the best possible. And you can start that right now with my free download of this top seven foods to eliminate beginning today of the top foods that are the most inflammatory and toxic that are contributing to those physical and behavioral symptoms of autism that your child is having. They're making his life uncomfortable. So you can get that right now at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods and feel free to share that with anybody you know who would be interested. And I will also link to it in today's show notes. There's of course a lot more than diet, but this is something you could start doing today that will begin to reduce those symptoms. And I'm happy to share everything I can with you. So right now, let's dive into today's episode. So welcome for this week. And I'm really excited to uh, have with us another special guest. And I know personally, as a parent of a child with autism, how much we need inspiration and hope on our journey and support. And we need to hear from others what their experiences have been. And I have a mom with us today who has a son who is now 27 years old. And this is also to, to show you and help you understand it is never too late. And even though there are environmental factors that affect genes, which we can talk about a little bit today too, but uh, also just understanding that, that these things are reversible and that it's never too late. And Karen is here with us. We're both Karens, so that might get a little confusing. So <laughs> this is Karen Franklin, and she is here to share with us her inspirational story of uh, how she has been able to her, help her son go from completely nonverbal at age 27 even to reading books with her and coming out and really, you know, showing his, his true self and his, his abilities, because we know how brilliant our children are. And we want to get all of these, this stuff out of their way so they can really be who they are. 
And that's what, what's important and connect with them and, and help them lead the most happiest and fulfilling life possible. So Karen, thank you for being here with us today. I really appreciate you coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so why don't we start off with uh, the beginning, maybe share, you know, from the beginning your story about, you know, when you were, you know, your son was first diagnosed and, you know, just the beginning, and then we'll kind of move on from there. I tell you, Karen, when he was first diagnosed, that, that blew me. It, it really did. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. I was, I was, I actually went into a little depression. Mm-hmm. And I had can I had to come out of that depression. I had to to be an advocate for him. And the first thing I did was I started looking into what autism was and and the different positives versus the negatives about it. Uh seeing where he was in public school because at two, I think it was two and a half to three, he started going to school and we really wasn't seeing much going on. He was talking then, but it wasn't, well, actually he was speaking the sentences. He was speaking the complete sentences at one point and then it just stopped. And I couldn't understand that because I didn't know what autism was. Mm-hmm. I first found out about autism in a movie, The Rain Man, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. And to hear those words along with your son, it's like autism. That's not what he has. He's just different. That was my first, you know, um, uh, um, 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 excuse me. That was just my first feeling behind that. When I heard autism, I was like, he's not Rain Man. So that can't be right. Right, being and, on a spectrum, there are so many different things. Exactly. It, the same it, thing. Are they sure? <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I just knew he did things differently. So I was like, well, he's different. We all learn differently. Mm-hmm. And they just kept, you know, uh, enforcing that it was autism. And they put him in a, was called a PALS class. I think that was like peers that are autistic light. I'm like, what does that mean? And then they were like, he needed speech therapy. So we went through all of that, the speech therapy. He, matter of fact, he tricked us when he was about, how old was Darius? I guess he tricked us all the way up until about eight years old. We did, we had specialists coming here to potty train him. And <laughs> he knew all along what to do, but it was like the <laughs> People would come in and show him what to do and get them all prepped. And he would sit down and do what he had to do. And he just, he wanted to do it on his time. So it was, it just took me back to even when he was born. They induced me for an entire week. Darius said, I'm coming when I want to come. He came August 5th, 1993, 6.42 PM. And that was a Thursday. And look at this. This day is Thursday, so wow. Okay, but um, it's just it's just been a it's been a roller coaster, Karen. I, I, that's all I can say. It's just been a roller coaster. But at the same time, it's been quite interesting. Now I have to say, and when he was about seven years old, this is what really made me start investigating. Seven years old, he was in about the be second grade. And he came home one day, my aunt and I was sitting at the table and he came home and he said, I quit. I said, quit, I'm nervous, he quitting. And I said, you quit, you quit what? He said, school, no good. So he was pretty frustrated. 
So, so he the, could have, he could speak a little bit then. He had a couple of words. Yeah, he could speak a little bit then. Okay. And so, it's like it, it came and it went. Okay. That's what I don't understand. On, so, on over his years, like on he, and off, he, on and off. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that but in the beginning, even, even in the beginning, before it was just like choppy words or phrases, it was complete sentences. That's what I'm praying to come back. And when he said I quit and it was school, I was like, no, we can't quit school. This young, mm -mm, it's not going to work. So I went and I spoke to his principal. Of course, she thought I was fabricating. She said, Darius actually said that. I said, yes, he did. I said, and if you want me to, I can call my aunt right now who was in Jersey. I'll dial her up. And she was like, no, that's not necessary because she still didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. So I just started fighting. I was like, this, this can't be true. This can't, you know, this can't be true that people are not out here to help our children. So I started looking into the private schools here in Baltimore. And I came across a school gateway. And gateway was mainly for children with autism. And I kept telling the city, well, since you all can't give him the speech therapy that he needs, I want him in Gateway. I wrote a letter to the, I think it was the Board of Education. I mean, I was serious. I wrote a letter to the Board of Education. I wrote a letter to our congressman during that time. I just, I was writing letters. I was like, I want to be heard. I need somebody to listen to me. Yeah. And I was blessed because one of the best special needs lawyers here in Maryland, her name is Susan Levinson. She got in touch with me and she looked over all his IEPs and she said, yes, I can help you. And at that last IEP meeting, she was there along with all her other law students. And it was like, I represent Darius. I represent Darius. Da, da, da. It went all around the table. I was like, oh my goodness, for a minute now, he sounded like a celebrity's name because it was just so powerful. And the people there were like, okay. Just give him what he wants. <laughs> well, reach Just out give her. Just give her help, and you will find it. You know. Yes, so and it was like can help them. Mm -hmm. It was like private school, and so we went to private school, and we started seeing some strides. You know, but I'm seeing more now. I just believe that each child's way of breaking out of things, but at the same time. We have to find out what that source is. So I just believe that everyone has their own time in doing things. And when you find out that it's something that's hindering them from being who they want to be, then you have to just look further. And with your program, I saw it on Facebook. I said, this lady seems like she's telling the truth. You know, because so many people can make things seem right and they can make it seem so sincere and you know it's sad when you see that and you feel within yourself is this person being truthful because you hope in your heart of hearts that they're being sincere you're like okay exactly. well, they sound like they going through what i'm going through but all they just playing on my heartstrings yeah you know, and also, heartstrings. And, you know, sadly there are people sort of, yes. kind of trying to take advantage that's why i really like to say over and over I have been through this journey myself. Yes. I know what it's like. Yes. I've done over a decade of research. 
because I have people come in and one mom who her son has actually gone from, you know, special needs, nonverbal, everything to actually getting his diagnosis completely removed. I mean, and so she said, and I came in here thinking this was a hoax. I see she, she found me on Facebook and she thought there's, there's, you know, is this one really telling the truth? And she'd ask me questions and then I'd give her answers and to go, go research it for yourself. I understand you want to, you know, your skepticism, go ahead and look into it. She'd come back. Well, that's true. And then she read all the testimonials and she said, mm -hmm. this woman can't be making this up. So she said, what have I got to lose? Why wouldn't any parent want to do as much as they could for their child? Right. So she exactly. thankfully let her skepticism aside because she sort of looked at enough information that made her feel like, okay, I'll, this, this looks real like you did. And then mm -hmm. you come in at what point did you, you see that it was that, uh, that what I was sharing was valid. Or I'm what? an eye person. <laughs> I'm uh, going to be honest with you. I'm an eye person. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I can feel things about people, yeah. but you kept saying that there's a way to reverse it. And I'm like, when things are done naturally, you can reverse it. Right. We're not altering. We're working with the causes, yeah. not exactly. just masking symptoms. That exactly. is a very, very big piece of it. Exactly. Epigenetics can be reversed because epigenetics means that your genes have been altered by some environmental factor, whether it's physical trauma, emotional trauma, or a toxic trauma, which we know mm -hmm. there's a lot of out there today. Yes, and right. so that's what we can do is give the body back what it needs to get all of the bad stuff out of its way and let it start regenerating. And that's also why I tell parents got to be patient. You know, this, this didn't happen overnight and it's not going to reverse overnight. And we're never sure exactly what level of recovery some child, each child is going to be, but they definitely can improve if you have the right program. And it's, it's mm -hmm. A to Z. It's not just about diets. A lot of people get stopped short of, you know, just a, a couple of pieces, but there's so many, you know, really valuable things that are, they're left out that they don't know about. So that's why I really mm -hmm. make sure that I cover as much as I can in, mm -hmm. in the membership program for sure. So you came into the program, you, what did you do at what, what age, how long ago was that, that you were, it was just, I think it was October, maybe. Okay. So, and this is, yeah, it hasn't been that long because okay. I saw it and I was like, you had the master, was it, is it the master class when you're yes. first introducing yourself? Okay. Okay. So you it's been about master class. Since October from right now. Okay. Yeah, and I was looking at that and I was like, okay, she seems like she really knows what she's talking about. And I was already personally, I'm already taking probiotics. So I, was, I know what they can do for you. And I started giving probiotics to my son and I also give him a a pill called Digest Goal. So that <laughs> helps with his stomach as well. Enzymes. Mm -hmm. But he's always been pretty calm. The only thing that I'm having trouble with still is the hype, is the um, OCD. Okay. Well, and you mentioned, and we don't want to get too much off a tangent, but I think our listeners will benefit from this. Mm -hmm. you mentioned how his speech goes in and out. And speech regression. Um, one of the things that are, uh, is a big contributing factor is the PANS, Pediatric Autoimmune, Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Syndrome, often associated with strep. Um, PANS and um, heavy metal toxicity are the two most common that really okay. affect speech. 
And so, as you know, in the program, we work with PANS naturally. And so PANS also is very much, um, if you see heavy OCD in a child, they've got PANS. And so, and PANS will cause speech regression. So we'll, we'll be, you know, that's when I say, okay, get them stabilized. And then we really want to start working with the, the PANS right away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So um, then, then, so you joined it and you started implementing the pieces, of course, starting with diet and stability yes, and according yes, detox path, pathways as we do. And then just share with us about what you saw change in, in your son along that way. Well, as soon as I started moving rice, he loves rice. Rice is one of the biggies and then dairy <laughs> and sugars which are the two, three things that I like myself. So, you know, so I'm, I'm doing this with him as well. And it makes it a lot easier. So you saw, as you started reducing some of those inflammatory foods, you really saw some of the differences. Okay. Yeah. It's a great, and then we on their own. Mm -hmm. And we did the zeolite. I saw a difference. That's, the that's, that's when I saw the biggest difference because that's when he was reading mm-hmm. the green eggs and ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, your video that you shared with us prior yes. where you said he went from pretty much being nonverbal and this is at age 27 now, nonverbal yes. Yes. to reading green eggs and ham with you. I love mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I was, I mean, he was, he was, he was saying things before I was getting to it. It was like house. He would say mouse. I was like, okay, okay. That'll work. That'll work. I can handle that. Are you yeah. noticing he's feeling better and his, in his, I mood? believe so because, okay, we did a fast what was it last month, a month before last. It was like a 21 day fast where we just ate vegetables and he lost weight. And I believe it helped him a lot, even, you know, mentally as well as physically. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely seeing some differences. I don't want them to be too quick because it might even scare me, but I'd like the fact, <laughs> I like the fact that it's gradual. It is gradual. And, and as you know, I am constantly saying slow is good. Do not get too eager mm-hmm. and try to do too much too quickly because parents do that commonly in the program. And then they throw their child into a detox reaction, a die off mm-hmm. reaction. As the bad stuff starts dying off, it will release toxins and really, and as it's being released from okay. the body, the mm-hmm. detoxification pathways and the liver and things are trying to filter that out and it can't keep up with it fast enough, especially when those pathways are already congested. So slow is a good thing. Yes. You know, autism recovery really is a up to four or more years. I mean, it's a process, you know, you've got yes, it, you're ma'am. changing things and detoxifying cells and, you know, there's a, a lot to it. And then the body just mm-hmm. needs to sort of regenerate. So um, yeah, that's great. And I, I would love to know too, you've seen changes in your son and what is, what is the program done for you? I and mean, what has it done for you to see Darius, you know, sort of uh, being able to speak and doing it something? Gives you hope. Hope. Oh. It gives me hope. Yeah. yeah. Yes, man. When you've been on the road as long as I have, it gives you hope. And you never gave up. You know, that's, that's, yeah. that's what is so, so key is to, to know you kept looking. And mm-hmm. I, I personally thank you and I'm grateful that, that 
you yes. join the membership and that you're with us and that it has begun to give you those, you know, uh, improvements and results that you've been looking for for over 25 years, I'm yes, sure. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, that is a long time, but you didn't yes, say, oh, there's nothing I can do. This doesn't work or, you know, I've done everything or you said, I'm going to, I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep looking. I was the same way when, when, when my son was diagnosed, I'm, I'm going to figure this out. And I was like, nothing's going to stop me because I'm going to do anything I can to make his life be the best it can. And that yes. was what I was just looking for. Right. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and has before, were you, what were you doing before the program? Like, were you researching on the internet, searching, and had you spent a lot of money on things that didn't work as well? Well, like I said, you know, I was blessed because when he was in the private school, I didn't have to pay for that because I, I basically sued the school system when you look at it because he was in public school and the lawyer was there and they got, they just said private school. Well, that's where he went. Mm-hmm. But then with the private school, that's why I believe that a child is going to do what they, they're going to, they're going to move at their own pace. And if they're not knowing what's affecting the child, then that's not going to help either. Cause they're not going to go any deeper than what's on the surface. And I didn't even, I, I never thought about that. I'll be honest with you. I never thought about it because they always made it seem like it was a mental condition more so than a physical and and not understanding you know that's where education just the more you learn the more you know Mm. and how much the gut affects the brain and the inflammation and the toxins affect the Mm -hmm. brain and its ability to function and so it's autism is not a mental illness it is a biological one that's Mm. why it it you can recover from autism and again, everybody's level is different, but you can definitely improve. I mean, kids who are getting D's and F's are getting A's and B's. Kids who couldn't connect or have any friends now have friends or are connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Ones who are completely nonverbal are now speaking. I mean, this is huge. I mean, look, yes. that, that, that a parent is willing to continue to do anything they can for their child, but education is the key. And that's what I'm always trying to do is educate. And there's so much to know. So I try to simplify has the program simplified things for you? Have you been able to, to uh, has it helped you in that sense? Because I know there's a lot, but it's, it's uh, in a sequence laid out. So you do one step at a time. So is it, is it helped you in that way? To have yes, because it's, it's, it's always been something that you felt like there's got to be somebody out here who understands. Because you talk to people and everybody's not exactly where you are they just want to give up, you know, they want to believe what the system says. And those particular people, I can't really put too much energy with them because it's going to make me not want to do what I need to do. And I just felt like it had to be something else. Um, By him being born, what, 93, during that time, you didn't hear too much about autism. Right. You and then what you did hear were horror stories. Mm-hmm. You heard the uh going into an asylum, you heard the the that they some of them couldn't hear, you know, you just heard horror stories. And I was like, No, mm-mm, mm-mm, that's that's I, I can't live with that. And he didn't have really behavior issues, he's just always 
been basically nonverbal. Mm-hmm. You mentioned, and, and he didn't even have behavioral issues, which you're fortunate because most do. But mm-hmm. even then, you said that, that uh, you told me once that uh, they had said that you should institutionalize him. Mm-hmm. Put him in a home. Because he's nonverbal? I mean, what, you know, there because was because they had no solution. And because I was young and they felt like, since I was young and I was diagnosed with a chronic illness, then why not do that to take the burden off of me? But then that would add more, to be honest with you, that would add more burden to me because I would always be wondering, what is going on with my child? Right. Who is taking care of my child? My Are mother didn't do that to me. So what do I look like? Matter of fact, my mother, I'm going to be honest with you, Karen, my mother wouldn't even let me do this. She put, she put me in a statistic for even thinking that way. Because that's our first grandchild. Mm-mm, no. Mm-hmm. But getting back to the initial um question. Yes, um, I appreciate it when you told us about the different foods. I had no idea that the different foods were inflammatory. Rice, uh, your carbs, your yeast, your, what was it? Wheat, um, just sugar, you know, things that we use on a daily basis. And it's like, wow. I have to remember when I'm out there educating that the things that I know, a lot of people don't, you know, I like even start the basics of the, the, the inflammatory foods. Mm-hmm. That's why I have that free seven foods guide right on the homepage of my website. I give the link out in the podcast, go to naturally recovering forward slash seven foods and mm-hmm. get the free PDF download to start eliminating these top inflammatory and toxic foods from your child's diet today. Mm-hmm. And how important as you've probably found it's a process because they're really addicted to those foods. Yes. especially like, rice. There's no way. I, yeah. They're like, they're, Karen, there's no way I could change my child's diet. Mm-hmm. They, this is all they'll eat. You, you need to do it, but it is a slow process. So yes. did you find that yourself? Yeah. Well, my son, he's not a picky eater. So that's a good thing. He was picky back when he was about maybe seven, but ever since then, he eats whatever, anything and everything. Mm-hmm. Good. So when you took mm-hmm. his, you said his rice, he really loved me. You took his rice. Yeah, his- so when I took it away from him, he was good with it. Oh, he, he has- that helps the parent a lot. Most- that's what I keep telling. You know, I'm, I told a girlfriend of mine, I said, take the rice away from your daughter. And she's like, you know how much she likes rice? I said, I know how much she likes rice, but try the cauliflower rice. Try anything. Yes. <laughs> the cauliflower rice is kind of a good fake out. For like, yes. You know, yes. I told her, I said, it tastes just like rice. She was like, okay, I'm going to try it. Yeah. I tried Karen. Karen, when I was advocating for my child, well, I still advocate for him, but back when he was school age, I would tell people, get your kid in a private school. Everybody just is not there. I'm just being honest with you. So many people just give up. I'm not a give up. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a person to give up. My mother, again, my mother didn't give up on me, and I'm not giving up on my child. That's my only child. So I have no, no excuses, no excuses. I, and I, I appreciate your program because you could have easily said, "Okay, my son is cured, and uh, and I don't care about anybody else." Let them find out like I did. Exactly. And if you had done that, 
then you would be hurting because you would be like, well, why am I doing that? I know what these women go through. So for a parent to take out the time and show the world that autism is something that can be naturally cured, that's that's better than that. That's that's better than anything in the world. I, I can't even put a label on that because it's something that's really needed. It really is. It's needed. One in thirty-six kids is now diagnosed with autism worldwide, and I had no idea when my son was diagnosed that I was going to end up being an educator, a mentor to other parents. But I love it because it's so satisfying to hear things like your story and what's happening for other people who are taking my program, following the steps and seeing the results that they're getting. And the beauty of everything being online now, I have people in over over 43 countries doing the program now. I mean, there's no boundary limit to where it can be done because a lot of people live where they don't have resources near them or they've looked, they've gone to maybe a lot of specialists, doctors and as, as you and I have both found out, a lot of those specialists and doctors do not even know what to do, or they'll tell you things to do that are wrong. And yes. you know, it, it's, and, and you're spending a lot of money and time with those people. Mm. So that's why the education um, and, you know, I, I just, I couldn't even imagine when, after I learned it, everything I did and I saw that my son's life change how could I not share that with other people? Exactly. You know, and that's what we're here for to help one another. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, Karen, thank you so much for being here, honestly, from the bottom of my heart. And I do appreciate your trust and, and that you never give up and you're also showing parents that it's never too late. late. I mean, now, now you have your hope, I'm sure has grown tremendously and seeing in the improvements in your son at age 27. Yes, ma'am. And knowing that, you know, his future is, is, is bright. Yes. 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 And it can, it'll get even better along the way too, as you, you'll see as you implement more. So we'll look forward to hearing more about that in the future. Okay. uh, Yeah. Again, thank you so much for sharing with us and in helping to inspire other parents. Yes. Story because it, it truly does help others to hear. I, yes, I can be out there sharing, but t- to have somebody else share what's gone on, then it, it really helps them to believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that belief can, can start to wane a lot with yes, it can. fear and worry. And as you said, is this real? And this really happens. So um, you know, and I, I always have that concern if, if a parent doesn't believe or, or somehow gets too overwhelmed and gives up or something that their child is then not getting the help they need. Mm-hmm. But I also know, as you've seen, uh, I think support is so important, like the form that we have in the program where they can, you can ask your questions as they come up if, if you have one, because there are so many times I, I just I had nobody to ask when something came up and how hard it is to have people who don't know what it's like to have a child with autism mm-hmm. and don't know what it's don't know where to go to to ask questions or what to do yes. so support is very important because a parent yes, get overwhelmed and parents yes. Need help too yes definitely yeah definitely. all right karen well thank you again all right 
Thank you as well. And anytime I can be of help, just let me know. Okay. And I'm going to link too, because I'll have a, uh, a masterclass uh, coming up soon. And so there'll be a link on the, um, the post page for this as well for parents who want to learn uh, a free three hour live virtual event. And then don't forget the seven foods guide is available uh, to everyone for free. It's a PDF download at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash seven foods, just the number seven and foods with no spaces mm -hmm. in between. And it's something that you can literally start doing today for your child with that. Uh, so hopefully that is helpful to everybody. And um, again, Karen, thank you. And I look forward to hearing about Darius's bright future. Yes. Thank you very much. Alrighty. Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.